Welcome to Season 2 of In Search of Peace and Healing. I'm your host, Celia Boone. Hello and welcome to this episode of my podcast. Um, Tonight we're going to be talking about self-soothing activities and making a list of things that can help us feel better. Um, Really quickly before I get started, I wanted to mention though that I have a new blog. Um, If you would like to read, um, I have a couple things out there, a couple blog posts. Um, You can find it at iso-peace-healing.weebly.com. So we'll mention that again um, before the end of this episode. And so if you missed it this time, don't worry, we'll say that again. So welcome, friends. Um, If you... Um, have been under a rock for the last few months. You may not know that we are in a pandemic of the COVID-19 virus. And what that means is that it's universal and all over the world. Well, I've never been in a pandemic before, never lived through it or in one. And so for me, you know, this is whole new scary territory. Um, completely unfamiliar, and um, it can be really frightening. Besides that, none of us has perfect mental health, certainly not me. And in my state, as in many others, um, you know, the governor has um, passed a regulation that we are to do social distancing and stay at home trying to slow down the rate that the virus is getting transmitted from person to person. So this social distancing um, can really exacerbate our fears and make it difficult to focus on things that we ordinarily would be able to focus on. Um, I work from home, and sometimes I have difficulty focusing on my work right now. Um, I'm on the email list for a number of different organizations, some of the mental health organizations, some, you know, dealing with people with disabilities, just a lot of different organizations. And most of them have sent emails about how to handle, you know, the pandemic, you know, stay at home, be safe, get your groceries delivered if you can, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, here are the high-risk group. And I'm in a high-risk group, and so is my husband. And, you know, we're on this side of 60, so you can probably guess which side that is. (laughs) We're not pushing it, we're dragging it. And so, you know, that makes it a little more... Um, important that we take really good self-care. So all these organizations sending these emails, and they usually have one or two practical suggestions of um, ways that we can help ourselves feel better during this time. And every single one of them, I think, one of the things that they say is stay positive. 
but they don't really get into things that can help you to maintain a positive attitude. You know, it's like if somebody says, when I'm feeling afraid, don't be afraid. Well, that doesn't help. How am I supposed to do that? If I knew how to remove fear from my heart, I'd never be afraid because I don't like feeling that way. Um, what I haven't seen, though, is more than one or two suggestions of ways that I could self-soothe when fear makes me feel as though my back's to the wall. Maybe there are lots of other emails out there that I haven't seen that have all these practical ways, but I'm just not on their contact list. But I thought, okay, if I'm seeing a need, there are probably other people that can be helped by this. So hence this podcast. So here's my suggestion. Make a list of at least 10 activities that will help you self-soothe when you are feeling distressed. And so I'm going to talk about what's on my list and give you some other ideas just to help you get going. Um, So you can get a piece of paper, number at 1 through 10 or 1 through 50, whatever, it doesn't matter. And you can just continue coming up with ways um, and that we're talking about activities because I've learned that I really need to behave my way into right thinking. It never really helps me to try to think my way into right behaving. <laughs> so number one on my list is get some exercise. Take For me, it's like take a walk, preferably outside. Get those endorphins going. If you've been living a sedentary lifestyle, like I have, recovering from several surgeries in the past nine months, um, you know, I need to start slowly. For me, though, walking outdoors benefits me more than just walking around inside my house. Probably because I'm solar-powered, the sunshine just benefits me more, it energizes me, helps lift my mood, that kind of thing. So for me, you know, one thing on my, number one on my list is get outside and take a walk. Even if it's very short, it does lift my spirits. Number two, listen to your favorite music. It might be that I'm in the mood to listen to something very soothing and peaceful, Or maybe I want to listen to something jazzy and up-tempo to lift my spirits. But I have some, I guess they call them mixtapes, where I have um, burned on a CD some of my very favorite tunes. And I have up-tempo ones, and I have soothing ones, and, you know, different genres of music. So, you know... I list on my list some of my favorite artists and their songs. Um, Number three, call one or more of your favorite people. Who are people that you can talk to that help you feel better? Even if they're going through the very same problems you are and they're like, oh, girl, me too. Oh, man, 
you know, let me tell you, that phrase, me too, is super, super comforting to me because it tells me I'm not the only one. And I know I'm not the only one in my head, but just hearing somebody else say it is comforting to me. Number four, take a hot shower or bath. For me, I I prefer showers. Wash your hair, dry off, put on some lotion. Just take some time to, you know, kind of nurture my body. Um, I always feel better after I've taken a shower. All clean, you know, it, it just really helps pick me up. Five. Find someone whose problems are bigger than yours and do something to help them. Choose to do something that takes at least an hour to complete, or better yet, find something that's going to take two or more hours. I have found that the more time I spend helping others, the more it gets me out of my head and the better I feel. Because if I'm helping somebody whose problems are bigger than mine, I end up sitting in a place of gratitude rather than sitting in a place of fear or resentment or, you know, envy or thinking back to when the pandemic wasn't here. Oh, I wish we weren't having a pandemic, you know, magical thinking, whatever. But when I'm feeling badly, I try to run, not walk, to do something helpful to somebody else. It is a little more challenging during this time of social distancing, but there's still things that we can do. Be creative and, uh, you know, um, sometimes I just even pray and I ask the good Lord to show me something I can do to be helpful and send me somebody I can help. Number six, make a gratitude list. Write down people, places, and things you appreciate. When you think you've written enough, like, I don't know, 10 things or whatever, keep writing. Do you like a certain room in your home? Write it down. Do you love your comfy underoos? (laughs) Put that on the list. What abilities do you have? Do you like your hair? Do you like your elbows? Do you have good, strong fingernails? I don't know. Be silly, be serious, be specific. Put aside your fear hat and your resentment hat and put on your gratitude hat because it's impossible for me to feel fear and gratitude at the same time. And the gratitude wins if I focus on it. Number seven, pet something soft. A real live pet is great, but if you don't have a pet, you can pet a soft, silky, or furry pillow or blanket or whatever. Something that, um, that gives you a tactile sensation of comfort and soothing. Number eight, be mindful, center yourself, pray if that's something you do. Ask for blessings for others. Ask for good things for yourself only if others will be helped. If you know how to meditate and that helps you do that. 
If you've never tried it, maybe this is a good time to learn. There are lots of videos on YouTube on how to meditate. And meditation is being still for the purpose of spiritual enlightenment. You can start by sitting still, closing your eyes and breathing. If you know yoga, do yoga. If you are suspicious of meditation, you can think of the Bible text that says, Be still and know that I am God. That's found in Psalm 46.10. Even if you just are still and breathe for a few minutes, two minutes, three minutes, try practicing that because it really can make a difference. Number nine on my list, and these are not in any order of importance, um, take a nap. If you're someone who really has a hard time sleeping during the day, just lie down and rest. Ten, create something. If you have a favorite craft, do that. Create a poem or song. Make a video or record a podcast episode. Bake or cook something. Pull out markers or crayons, pencils, whatever, and create a design. Knit something, crochet, whatever it is that you can do. The art of creating it can be super, super soothing. For me, um, one of my favorite go-tos, if I'm really needing to soothe myself, is using markers and coloring. Um, that just really, really helps to soothe me if I'm, um, really distressed or upset. Number 11, laugh. Watch a funny movie, call your favorite funny cousin or family member or friend. Your goal is to have as many belly laughs as possible. Read a joke book. I mean, just do stuff that makes you laugh. Laughing is good like a medicine, it says in the scripture. And, um, you know, I, I think it says a merry heart does good like a medicine. But anyway, laughter is really good medicine. It helps our immune system, and it just makes us feel better. For me, number 12 is cuddle up with a book. It can be a tablet or an audiobook or a real live book with pages. But cuddle up with that in a blanket and just, you know, read quietly for a while. Thirteen, distract yourself. You can play a computer game or games. Um, I find for me it's a really good distraction. Um, when I have obsessive thinking going on and it's kind of like the hamster on the wheel and I'm just having trouble getting my mind to focus on something else, um, to just play a game for a while. And that really is a good distraction. For me, um, I like to play online Scrabble, um, Mahjong, um, you know, solitaire games, stuff like that. Um, but I, you know, I like words and word games and that kind of thing too. So 
Um, but find something that, you know, does distract you. I'm not saying do it 10 hours a day, but, you know, allow yourself to be distracted for a while. On my list, number 14 is fill your spirit with things that make your heart soar. Um, I seek inspiration every day. So, um, a lot of times, you know, I read medit- daily meditations. I have some favorite meditation books. Um, there are a lot of things that you can find online, you know, inspirational sayings and thoughts just to kind of help me get my day started off on the right foot. Um, to make me think and to make me want to be a better woman just for today. Um, Number 15 on my list, um, there are all kinds of online support groups. And I suggest joining one that is solution-oriented, where you can talk about your challenges and barriers and get feedback from other people in the group. Um who have maybe encountered some of the same problems you have or have felt the same way you're feeling and who will share about what has helped them get through whatever the challenges are that you're facing. Um, If you're experiencing loss or you're an extrovert and this social distancing is driving you nuts because you're losing energy, um, And as someone who's an extrovert, I can understand that. Um, You know, joining a support group and having people to talk to can really help fill the the need for connection. While we're physically staying apart from others, we don't have to stay at an emotional distance because it's really important that we get the, get and give support to others to help us maximize our m- mental wellness and to make sure that we're, you know, doing okay. It takes some work. It takes a little time. But you know what? I'm worth it, and so are you. So I hope this is helpful. I have found by personal experience that action gives us traction toward our goals. And, you know, I always ask the good Lord to bless me so that I can richly bless others because I can't give away something that I don't possess. So we're going to take a little break now. Um, I mentioned at the first of this episode my new blog. Once again, you can find it at iso-peace-healing.weebly.com, and we'll mention it again at the end. See you in a minute. You've been listening to In Search of Peace and Healing with Celia Boone. We'll return to this episode in just a moment. We invite you to go to our website, descant-mmg.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Our podcast can be found on the Spreaker Network. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and most other podcatchers. 
If you want to book Celia for concerts and or conferences, contact us to learn how. Thank you. And we're back from our break. So for this segment of the podcast, um, I'd like to talk about our everyday superheroes, especially during this time when so many of us are sheltering at home. Um, There are a whole bunch of everyday heroes that are really continuing to do their work on the front line so that the rest of us are able to shelter at home and uh, it really makes it easier for us um, to be able to do so. So I've made a list of some of the everyday heroes um, that I have thought of and uh, so I'm going to go through some of them now. People who work in grocery stores, wiping carts, the staff in the delis, those that stock the goods, cashiers, baggers, the staff who carry out the groceries, the back office people, the managers, all those that keep the stores going, those that clean and clean and clean and clean to try to keep the viral load down in the store so that people don't get sick from touching groceries that others might have touched. Those are everyday superheroes. The pharmacists, pharmacy techs, cashiers, stockers. And when I say stockers, I mean the stocking people, not the people that stalk after us. I better make that clear. But the people who stock the goods on the shelves. Um, And, you know, they're back office people there, too, the managers. um, All these people that order the medications and fill the prescriptions and talk to sick people all the time. The phones are ringing off the hook. You know, it's stressful for them. When they go home, they don't know if they're taking the virus with them. These are everyday superheroes. People who work at the post office, deliver mail, deal with customers. The people who work at the mail stores, the UPS and the FedEx stores and and all those places. Those are everyday superheroes. People who work in restaurants, who make it possible for us to order food to be delivered or picked up to carry out. The cooks, the cashiers, the delivery folks, the managers, you know, the people who order the food and and just keep things going. Those are superheroes, too. People who make home deliveries for companies large or small and the truck drivers that drive back and forth all over our country delivering things that we need. Superheroes. Gas station attendants. You know, um, 
we still have to have gas, even though not as much, because a lot of us are working from home or whatever. But, uh, you know, the people who work at gas stations, superheroes, people in healthcare, the RNs, the LPNs, the techs and unit secretaries, the doctors, paramedics, EMTs and ambulance drivers, hospital housekeepers, dietary workers, central supply, the people who sterilize the instruments and, and everything that needs to be sterilized, the laundry staffs and transportation staffs, the people who push the gurneys that sick people are on, hospital business office staffs, the ones processing insurance claims, the finance folks, management and administration. You know, not all of those jobs can be done from home. And uh, those are everyday superheroes. Factory workers, especially ones who are making personal protective equipment or PPEs for those who are on the front lines. Superheroes, everyone. Volunteers who look out and care about their neighbors, family, friends, and strangers that become new friends. I tried to make this list comprehensive, so if there's anybody I forgot, you are everyday superheroes too. Kind-hearted people who are doing the social distancing thing, yet who are not emotionally disconnected. They pick up the phone and Skype and FaceTime, write emails, send texts. They are superheroes, too. And we also remember and hold in our hearts those who have lost jobs, been laid off, furloughed, their incomes have been cut or gone away. Those who can't work remotely, whose livelihoods depend on their being physically present at job sites, whose income has gone away. Self-employed individuals, small businesses. We also remember and hold in our hearts all those who love someone who is sick. And to those who are sick, we send you strength, light, energy, and pray that you will be healed to your highest and best good. For all those who love someone who has passed away from this terrible virus, we send you love, comfort, and pray that the divine source of all goodness in the universe will fill your hearts with peace. We love you, we grieve with you and for you, and we are here to listen. As you move forward from the valley of the shadow of death, we will do what we can to help you. And after a time, you will be able to help others and help yourselves by talking about what happened, what it was like, and what it's like afterwards trying to adjust to a new normal after a terrible loss. We remember and hold in our hearts those who are discouraged and frightened. It helps me when I focus on the helpers, the superheroes, the ones who routinely demonstrate the way that love behaves. If you can join them, it will change your whole life, 
just the way it has changed mine. As with every episode of this podcast, take what you like and leave the rest. Take gentle care of yourselves. Be safe and know that I wish you peace. I wish you healing and I love you all. This is Celia Boone in search of peace and healing. And I told you I would mention one more time, my blog posts can be found at iso-peace-healing.weebly.com. So feel free to check out the blog. This episode of my podcast is coming to an end but I wish you all the very best. Stay safe out there, people, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to In Search of Peace and Healing with Celia Boone, a production of the Descant Music and Media Group. Providers of music and media production as well as business services for small businesses and nonprofit organizations we invite you to go to our website, descant-mmg.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Our podcast can be found on the Spreaker Network. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and most other podcatchers. If you want to book Celia for concerts and or conferences, contact us to learn how. Thank you.